There are so many things that I've wanted to give up on. You might think I have it all together. You might be tempted to look at all the great things I've accomplished and think, I wish I had that. Or she's so lucky. Those thoughts are okay, but they seem to imply that you can't have it yourself when in fact you can. Maybe you've been on the road to success yourself and decided it just wasn't possible for you. You hit a few bumps in the road and threw your arms up in exacerbation and called it quits. Or maybe it was more insidious. You took a detour and never got back on track. Or maybe you've had some great accomplishments, but have started feeling that the road to success has gotten just a little bit harder. That has definitely been the case for me. I'm sure that most people have these kinds of thoughts and experiences, Honestly, I still have them. Just a few months ago, I was experiencing the desire to quit all over again. I've really had to work on my mind and identify what the underlying problem was. As always, I don't want you to have to figure it out yourself. So I'll be sharing my experiences once again to hopefully offer you just a little different perspective. Are you ready to shift your mindset and tap into the opportunities that are waiting for you right now? Let's go. Welcome to the Creating Clarity Podcast, where we talk all about clearing the fog, shifting our focus, and uncovering the opportunities that are hidden right in front of us. I'm your host, Dr. Liz Aguirre. Before I begin, I must emphasize that this work is separate from my professional medical work and does not represent medical advice or opinions of any specific organization. What is it in your life that you want to give up on? Is it an education or a career goal? Maybe it's a dream that seems too far out there. Maybe it's a relationship. There are literally hundreds and thousands of thoughts and ideas that go through our minds each day. When we encounter an idea that we're passionate about and it feels possible, we typically go for it. We start putting our time, energy, and effort into making it happen. At the beginning, that idea might carry excitement. Because of that, you might find yourself full of energy and willing to go the extra mile to make it happen. I remember how excited I was when I got accepted into medical school. All of a sudden, this dream went from seemingly impossible to possible. Once I started med school, everything revolved around making that dream to be a doctor come true. I had unwavering faith that I would get through it no matter how hard or how impossible it seemed at times. I just knew I would. I didn't care how hard it was. I used to actually tell myself that they would have to kick me out of med school kicking and screaming because I wasn't going to quit no matter what. There were many, many hours of studying, many sleep-deprived nights. I gave this dream everything I had. It paid off. I'm a doctor now. We all have this ability, right? Maybe you've heard me talk about that cliche saying, if I can do it, so can you. If you haven't heard that episode, make sure you go back to episode number nine on season one to hear it. But I'm bringing it up again because all of us have mind drama about what is possible. As the years have passed, I feel like things have 
changed for me. I still have grit. I work hard. I have a goal. I give these goals my all. However, I realized that as a middle-aged adult, things are very different from my early adult years. I had the energy to give med school my all. Where focus goes, energy flows. And I funneled all of my focus and energy into becoming a doctor. The problem is that as a middle-aged adult, there are many more things that require my energy and attention. I didn't have all of these priorities in my early adult years. Now I have an adult job. I have a mortgage. I have a husband, kids. I have an aging parent. I want to save for retirement. There's also school loans to pay while I'm also saving for my kids' college education. But wait, I also want to travel and I want to have family experiences. It's a lot. This means that I can no longer give one thing all of my attention. I am still working extremely hard, but it's spread out in a lot of different directions. This makes life more challenging. This is why I talked about how to figure out how to focus your energy a couple of episodes ago. Sometimes it feels impossible to do it all. Prioritizing becomes extremely important. I had reached a point where I kept pushing and working hard, but no matter how hard I tried, it felt like I was losing traction. I couldn't get there. I couldn't figure out how to, quote, win. No matter how hard I worked, it wasn't working. This left me confused and scared because I had always been able to push through and eventually succeed, but it stopped working. Instead, the harder I worked, the worse things got for me. Then I got to a point where I was angry and resentful. This made me want to quit my job. And my first job, I did quit. And ultimately, it kept happening again and again. And this brought up fears about going back to a life of poverty. I knew how that went. I didn't want to go back there. It made me feel frustrated. I would yell at my kids. I didn't want to go out to do anything fun. I felt trapped. I didn't feel like my husband or anyone else could understand. And the fact did it just made me more angry. I'm truly fortunate for my husband. And I bring that up now because he's the one who helped me realize that the thoughts my mind was offering me were simply not true. He helped me take action and change that. He started telling the kids to kiss mommy goodnight and he would have them tuck me in at night. They thought it was neat to do this for me and it made me feel their love. My husband did this because he recognized something important. I was stretching myself too thin, I was exhausted, and I was sleep deprived. So my husband took it upon himself to take some of that burden off of my shoulders. He made it clear that he was a stay-at-home parent and it was his job to cook, clean, and do laundry, not mine. That made me feel a whole lot better because up to that point, I had all these thoughts in my mind about what I should be doing and wasn't. He slowly helped me to learn to not be so hard on myself and realize that I was human and I had real human needs. He helped me to see that I didn't have to do it all to be a great mom and wife. Actually, it was quite the opposite. I needed to not do those things to be a good wife and mommy. I needed my rest. If you or someone in your life is suffering, Take a moment to figure out what is missing. 
the anger and frustration is because there's a disconnect between what the person needs or expects and their reality. If you're suffering, communicate with your family. Let them know how much you're suffering. Don't feel like you have to hide it and do it all alone. I did that until I couldn't hide it anymore. Then the anger came out. And fortunately for me, my husband was able to see that and recognize it and help me. He didn't get mad at me. He didn't argue with me about my attitude or how I was yelling too much. He stopped to help me. If someone you love is suffering, stop and see how you can help them. Pay attention. Observe. My husband gave me the awareness and the ability to get what I needed. I don't think I would have come full circle without his help. I was too sleep deprived to see it, even if it was completely obvious to everyone around me. Unfortunately, it took me a while to figure this out, but my husband didn't give up on me. With that said, the person whom you might be trying to help must want the help. I wanted the help. I needed the help. I just couldn't see how it was possible. I didn't know how to help myself. As much as you might want to help someone get better, they won't until they are open to receiving the help. I bring this up because it's possible to spend a lot of time, energy, and effort on someone who doesn't want the help. If you are feeling complete resistance, then it's best to leave the help to the professionals. That might be a doctor, a therapist, a coach, or other professionals. It's easy for someone to bring you down. So I want you to protect yourself and your well-being. I'm learning to give myself grace. I'm lowering my expectations for myself to allow myself to not do more, but instead say me first and take care of myself. Now I'm living a more full life. Honestly, a big part of that is simply because I'm getting more sleep. I was such a different person in my sleep-deprived state. That's actually why I'm spending three entire episodes of this podcast on sleep. In the past, I was very black and white. Now I've come full circle to realize things are never all or none. I'm realizing that deprioritizing something and putting it on the back burner is not quitting. It's simply realizing that there are different seasons of life. Not all things are meant to be done in one season. The season of having small kids is not necessarily the season that I'm aggressively going to grow my business. That's okay. Before I figured this out, there were a lot of things that I just wanted to quit on. My podcast and weekly email to my subscribers are a couple of examples. The first few weeks, I was so excited and invigorated by this work. I found a passion for writing. I felt happy when I was doing the work, but then I found myself going back to old habits. I started getting less and less sleep. Life got busy. I was no longer exercising. I wasn't eating great. I started to feel less and less energized. I started getting frustrated. I started raising my voice more. Finally, I had thoughts of quitting it all. At the same time, I couldn't imagine not doing it. I found true joy in this work. I realized I had to take a step back. I started reading my reminders to myself. Very quickly, I realized that the answer was to take more time to myself, which I did. I was just tired. Again, I spend a lot of time talking about this because if you want to quit, I want you to think about it. Do you really want to quit? Or 
Are you just too tired to keep pushing forward? Sometimes when we're rested and we take a step back, we come back so energized, we think, oh yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. There's no way I'm quitting. I'm not giving up my podcast. There's no way. I love it too much. And I love being able to share my story and help others and inspire others to overcome the bumps in their road, to overcome the obstacles they're experiencing. To summarize, I want to emphasize some of the big points. Number one, there does come a point where working harder is not the answer. You might need to deprioritize a few things. You might have to delegate. Sometimes you have to just decide to let it go altogether. Number two, when you're overwhelmed, angry, or frustrated, take a moment to figure out why. For me, there were so many times I found these emotions were caused by a lack of sleep or overworking. Even worse, I felt them over and over again. You would think that after the first, second, or third time, I would know, okay, don't do that, but it's just not the truth. Even after I realized that my misery was caused by a lack of sleep, I didn't feel like I could always prioritize it. I didn't feel like I had a choice. I felt like there were other things that were so much more important than my sleep. I suspect that many of you could feel the same way. You've heard me say this before and I'll say it again. You always have a choice, even if it doesn't feel like it, but you have to recognize the importance. For me, being happy and healthy really needs to be a primary goal. This is why I've started making such a big deal about starting the Me First movement. When we neglect our basic needs, things don't end well. If you're sacrificing yourself to achieve something, then it won't be long before you just want to quit. If you do manage to reach the goal, you might find that the happiness you thought you would experience isn't there at all. Or if it is, it might be fleeting. It might last a day or a week, or if you're lucky, a month, but then you go back to your miserable baseline state. If you feel like giving up on your dreams, please don't. Instead, rest. Get the rest, get the sleep that your body needs. I think you will find that when you're well-rested, you see things more clearly. Things become easier. Your mind doesn't have to think so hard. You might also realize that some of the things that you thought and said now seem silly. At the time, they really weren't. Really. They made you angry or frustrated. But now, in a rested state, you might see things differently. When you're not getting the sleep you need, your body will fight you until it gets what it needs. Sleeping is such an important part of life. When I learned to prioritize my sleep, things drastically changed for me. I had more energy for my kids. I was able to do my work plus other things that I enjoyed. I found the motivation again to get up early for my morning workouts. I constantly had new ideas popping into my head as I was driving, as I was walking. Most importantly, I found happiness in the simple things in life that I already had. I didn't have to try to get them. I already had them, but I just wasn't seeing them. When you sleep more, you can do more and give more while doing much less than you were doing before. It becomes more effortless to achieve not only what you had hoped, but much, much more. Hopefully I've been convincing enough for you to make the decision to not quit, 
but do the things that you know you need to do. Maybe that's more sleep. Maybe that's taking a break. Maybe it's drinking more water or eating better or exercising. Whatever it is that your body is telling you you need, please pay attention. Take a step back. Do not quit. With that said, I often find myself slipping back into old habits. It takes constant work, and I realize that. That's why I have my sticky notes on the wall to remind me when I'm falling backwards. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. And guess what? I will have a special guest joining me next week. So you won't want to miss the episode. I will see you then. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you won't miss the next episode. And if you like this episode, please share it with a friend and give me a five-star review so that I can reach more people. I'll see you next week. Disclaimer, the views and opinions shared here are for information and educational purposes only. They do not serve as a medical or professional advice. They do not represent any academic, medical, or professional institution or organization. If you found this helpful, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you.